Warning. This is a global blackout. Testing the left speaker. Left. Testing the right speaker. Right. Surround successfully recovered. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for. Broadcasting from the Star City of the South, Roanoke, Virginia. Hello, everyone. This is your captain, Jamie Lee. Did you know that giving someone a piggyback ride could save their life? And we will also talk about temper tantrums. You know what I'm talking about. And we'll have a story about reinventing yourself. You haven't truly lived until you've given a really drunk person a piggyback ride, especially if you're equally as drunk yourself, because nothing will bring you closer as friends or strengthen your relationship more than stumbling around city streets together like conjoined drunk idiots, too dumb to request a car, too drunk to give a crap. Seriously, a good piggyback can be a lifesaver, both figuratively and literally. Figuratively, in the sense that you don't want to scuff the new shoes you just spent half your paycheck on, and literally, as in what the men of Wiesburg, Germany, experienced during King Conrad III's siege on their castle. You see, King Conrad was not a patient man, and on one particular day in 1140, he'd grown tired of his failed attempts to take Wiesburg Castle. So, rather than continue fighting and failing, he offered the castle inhabitants a deal. Stop resisting, and he'd allow all the women to go free, along with whatever valuables they could carry on their backs. As for the men, they were not going to have a good day. He would behead them all. Well, as any man should do in order to protect his wife, all the men agreed to the deal and stopped fighting, sacrificing themselves and accepting their fate as dead men. To their wives, I like to imagine they all looked like Channing Tatum during this moment, just super noble and handsome. Now, here's where the story gets good. Adhering to the king's offer, the women loaded up their backs with their most prized possessions, their husbands. I'm sure a few women opt to leave theirs behind, but for the most part, each woman carried her man out of the castle, piggybacking them to safety. Wow, those are some tough chicks. They didn't even have CrossFit back then. (laughs) Anyway, when the king's troops saw what was happening, they were furious. But King Conrad was quite amused with the cleverness the women showed. So he replied to his troops, a king should always stand by his word. And he did, allowing all the men and women of Wiesburg Castle to live. After this event... The women of Wiesburg became known as 
through Weber, meaning loyal women, and the castle grounds were later renamed Webertro. Well, there you have it, guys. Treat your ladies right. You never know when you might need her to carry your dumb self to safety, or at least you onto the couch when you've had too much to drink. She's the flower of the tower coach. A cow puncher's a sweetheart, it's really true. And her looks don't amount to her much. Cause one of her eyes is bleak, bleak, bleak blue. She's got skin just like prairie dog leather. She cooks nothing but chuck wagons, and her name is Minerva Ouch. This next story is about temper tantrums. Now, there's overreacting, and then there's over-the-top reacting. You all know what I'm talking about. You understand me? Overreacting can simply be defined as going too far. For girls, it's the difference between telling your boyfriend to go take a hike, and using scissors to actually cut the words, take a hike, into all his favorite t-shirts. Funny, but depending on what he actually did, you might be going too far. For guys, it's the difference between being slightly annoyed that your girlfriend still talks to her ex and telling her that if she doesn't delete her account or block him immediately, you're done. Relax. In the age of the Internet and social media, nobody is able to completely disconnect from an ex unless they move to North Korea or go to prison. Just accept the fact that you're not the only guy on the planet and stop acting like a petty jerk. Basically, don't be like Ibrium the Mad. You see... Ibrium was Sultan of the Ottoman Empire from 1640 to 1648 and was quite the womanizer. And like most womanizers, he was extremely insecure and quick-tempered and required the constant validation of new females, evident with his obscenely large harem of 280 women. So what does this story have to do with overreacting? Well. I'm about to tell you. When one of Ibrahim's concubines decided to sleep with someone other than Ibrahim, probably a handsome, cool dude like your girlfriend exes, Ibrahim, the insecure, lost his mind. He threw a tantrum like no other and had 278, some sources say all 280, of his concubines bound with rope and drowned in the Bosporus Strait as punishment for the one disobeying him and the others protecting her. That's pretty much the historical equivalent of forcing your girlfriend to delete her social media accounts. Because, let's be honest, without social media, you might as well be dead. Cool, you just learned some history. You also learned that Ibrahim was a lunatic. So yeah, don't be that guy. It don't mean I don't care for you. Care for you more than anything else I is. Maybe it's time you start reinventing yourself.
relationships end, jobs are lost, and well, life doesn't always go the way you planned. Maybe you were a super cute kid growing up and thought for sure you were destined for a career in modeling, but the blooming teenage years were harsh. Let's just say you emerged looking more like a caterpillar and less like a butterfly. That's life. Sometimes things happen that force you to look at your alternatives in order to continue moving forward, and that is just great. It's an opportunity to reinvent yourself and become even cooler than you were before. Going back to the example of the formerly cute kid turned high school hunchback, if life deals you a caterpillar face, use those bug eyes to your advantage. You could easily become an actor, one who makes tons of money playing a creepy stalker, a praying mantis, or maybe a serial killer. My point is... With an open mind, it's never the end. Take, for example, King Eric VII of Denmark. You see, Eric was the king of Denmark from 1389 to 1442, the king of Sweden from 1396 to 1439, and also he was the king of Norway from 1396 to 1439. Unfortunately, despite his being a charming and charismatic leader, A series of public rebellions began during the 1430s. So, in 1439, Eric simply said, You cheesehead dorks, I'm out. Fed up with the rebellions, he went on strike and moved into his secluded castle, Visborg, on the island of Gotland. Kind of like Elsa's ice palace in the movie Frozen. When it became clear he was in no hurry to come back, the nobles of the countries he'd left behind called his bluff and deposed him as their king. Not exactly the idea Eric had in mind, but he wasn't the kind of guy who easily gave up. So he took advantage of his leadership experience to reinvent himself as the perfect pirate. And for the next 10 years, he kidnapped ships, held ports for ransom, and did all sorts of pirately things in order to maintain his lavish lifestyle and once again say blankety-blank to his former countrymen. Talk about taking control of your life. Bravo, Eric. Bravo. I want you to remember this story the next time life gets a little rough or something doesn't go as planned. Use it as an opportunity to become something better. And despite what your teachers told you when you were growing up, you can become a pirate. Dead men tell no tales. Avast, ye skellywags! Blow the man down! Maybe it's time for you to start thinking about reinventing yourself or giving piggyback rides. (laughs) But please, no temper tantrums. If you get a chance... Go to my website and leave me your comments. I'd love to hear from you. Thanks for listening to this podcast because the best day of my life is right here with you. Until next time, this is Jamie saying so long, everybody.